0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the first series of Short Story Hunters, a brand new podcast brought to you by Litopia, the Nets' oldest writing community. My name is Barbara, and I'm here with Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Barbara.
1: Really looking forward to this. It's going to be great.
0: Johnny and I, we are both writers, but I also run the Flash Club at Litopia. Hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. The Flash Club? What's that? Don't worry, it's not where we expose our bits. Oh, thank God. It's the place we (laughs) expose our writing, and it's our lab where we try something new. And the stories you're going to hear today are from the club.
1: And I know what everybody out there is thinking. Oh, God, another one of these podcasts. Some of them go on for hours, but ours doesn't. This is quick and cheerful. It only takes 10 minutes, so why don't you grab yourself a cup of coffee, kick your shoes off and get ready to listen to some great short stories and flash fiction.
0: Well, I'm certainly going to grab a coffee. So am I. We're here today in the virtual Litopia Cafe, the Lit Lounge.
1: And it's very nice, isn't it?
0: Very nice. Right by the river.
1: And good coffee too. Expensive coffee, mm. but good.
0: Yeah, it is a bit. And, but the only drawback is there's no cake.
1: Well, you see that as a drawback. I see mm. it as a positive, Barbara, because
0: you know if
1: there was cake here,
0: would we get anything done? Are you accusing me of stuffing myself with cake? No, I just I think
1: you like cake, Barbara, don't you?
0: Oh, I love cake. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, today's theme is the kindness of strangers. So I don't know about you, Johnny, but little acts of kindness, they always make me feel very warm and fuzzy.
1: Yeah, me too. And in this horrible world that we live in of me, 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 and then even more me, when you do hear about one, when you do read about one, or even better if one happens to you, act of kindness that is you feel a lot better but it gives you a right old lift for the rest of the day.
0: And today's stories are all about doing different kinds of kind acts. Um, We have for you a slightly cartoony story set in a garden because why not be kind to roses, right? Yes
1: indeed, very sweet.
0: And (laughs) Johnny, you have a story about?
1: Well, this week I've been to the seedy underbelly of Backstreet Boxing Barber and you wouldn't believe the kind of shenanigans that go on in there. You've got people taking dives, people taking bribes and yet... In amongst that all, there are some really nice acts of kindness to be had as well.
0: And our final story is about survival during a natural disaster. But before we start, Johnny, tell our non-writing listeners what flash fiction is.
1: Well, flash fiction is this thing that writers do... ...from time to time when they get writer's block... ...and writer's block for those that don't know... ...is when you're sort of trying to write something... ...but all you can see is an empty page... ...or a blinking cursor... ...and you can't actually put any words... ...behind either of those... ...so what some people do is take... ...something to prompt them... ...it could be a picture... ...it could be a quote from a book... ...and they set themselves a word count of 300 words... ...and what you do then... ...is you promise yourself a cup of tea at the end of it... ...but you start writing... ...and it may take you 10 minutes... ...it may take you 45 minutes the end of that you read back what you've got sometimes it's absolute garbage sometimes it's pretty good actually and sometimes if you're really lucky it might set you off on a new project which becomes a sunday times list top bestseller
0: yeah i find that i often try something different with flash fiction that i wouldn't normally attempt because i normally write dark novels but with the flash fiction
1: sorry i'll just have to interrupt barbara because i'm reading your book at the moment, as you know mm. and you say dark I say,
0: fun, hmm. fun, fun. <laughs> fun dog, watching people <laughs> No, but, um, you, you know what I mean, it's very spontaneous, and you end up writing something that you surprise yourself um, about, but today I ended up doing something very quirky. So I tell you what, why don't we listen to what I did with today's prompt?
1: Let's take everybody off to a garden in Norfolk. The sun's beating down, the flowers are out. It's a beautiful day, but if you take a few moments just to listen to the stillness, all of a sudden you'll hear little voices emerging.
0: So get ready to witness some high drama between the flowers. Rose and Daisy. When Plants Chat Across the Garden A story by Barbara Hey, Daisy Yes? Look, there What? What's happening? I can't see anything, the grass is up to my head It's one of those strange two-legged things Oh no, not again, I hate them They keep stepping on me Takes me ages to get upright again And they chop my head off with that stupid noisy machine I know, they cut my head off too Bastards. Well, that's because you're gorgeous. You need to get yourself some green flies. Yeah, I tried that, but then they squirted me with poison. Oh, I felt sick for days. Oh, crap. Watch out, Daisy. What? Two legs. He's coming your way. Oh, no. Don't step. Don't step on me. Don't. Ouch. Why can't they just watch where they're going? But oh, no, Rose. Two legs. He's coming for you next. Look sad. Droop your leaves or something. We'll do. Okay, two legs is here, but ooh, what's this? Ooh! Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> ooh! What's happening? Rose? Rose? Talk to me, Rose. Ah, oh, that was nice. They poured food on my roots. Horse poo. Lovely. Sometimes I do like to be dependent on the kinds of strangers. blooming typical. You get proper food and all I get is lawn feed. And all because you're so pink with your lovely petals and so pretty. Now, now, Daisy, no need for a rivalry. You're pretty too. Oh, shit. Oh, no, oh, Daisy. Now what? Two legs. He's taking out the noisy machine. Oh, no, they're going to cut my head off again. (sighs) Bye for now, Rose. Bye, Daisy.
1: So there you are. That was a beautiful story there of Rose and Daisy in their lovely summer garden. But Barbara, I just have to say, you know, he did so well there right up to the end, right up to the end. It was all beautiful. And then slasher fiction. Poor old Daisy. Going to get her head chopped off. You couldn't resist it, could you?
0: No, I couldn't. You know, I told, I warned you about the dark, you know, they have, somebody has to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Die violently. So what have we got next then? You know, was what, well, it the end of the world or something? What's coming up now?
0: No, actually the next story is by Rich, and Rich normally writes fantasy and historical fiction, but this time he tackled something a little gritty. And you hear another variation on the theme of kindness. And his story takes place in a very different world, the underground world of boxing. Um the main character is Harvey and he's a boxer and he's right in the middle of a fight. In fact, he's in the right middle of round eight. And let's see if he's going to win or lose.
1: Down but not out. Written by Rich. You don't want to be on the ropes in the eights Harvey took a glancing uppercut to the jaw. And you definitely don't want to be wedged in a corner. He pulled in his guard, tucked in his chin, grounded both feet. His opponent missed a swing. Harvey jabbed, caught the other bloke straight in the face, and the bell rang. Sweet mercy. Faisal, the trainer, tiled him down. You can take him off. You're faster than he is. Go out fighting, boy. Go out fighting. Harvey glanced at the crowd. The red dress woman was in the front row, the one he'd met that morning. She was smiling. Harvey went out fast and hard, running on willpower. Body, body, head. His opponent staggered, rallied, and swung with the street brawler's roundhouse. Harvey saw it coming with time to spare. He dropped his guard. In the dressing room, Faisal's look was pained. The new doctor will say to you. What were you playing out of? You had him. Harvey shook his head shall gave him an envelope. Woman in red dress wanted you to have this. There was three grand inside. Harvey didn't need to look to know it was there. Go down in the ninth, the woman had said, and I'll make it worth your while. The new doctor pushed him back onto the gurney. Hello, Harvey, I'm Dr. Bregham. Open your eye, please. I'm afraid this is going to sting. Don't worry, said Harvey, relief spreading inside him. Whoever you are, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers.
0: Thank you, Johnny, I really enjoyed that. That was Down But Not Out by Rich. And our next story is by Matthew Snodding.
1: And it's our last piece today, but it goes to show how brilliant flash fiction is because three authors have taken the same prompt and yet all three of you have come up with totally radical different takes on it. And Matthew who contributes to the um, flash club quite regularly is always giving us something thought provoking and this one's no exception. We're introduced to a father and his two young daughters who are taking refuge in the upper stories of a house which is rapidly filling up with flood water and not unless someone does them an act of kindness they're going to find themselves in very dire straits before much longer.
0: Curious Water by Matthew Snodding The roads turned into rivers, the army mobilized. trenches dug, sandbags slumped against doors. Wind beating the roof, the windows, and we sit and wait, the kids and I. We sing songs to keep happy, huddled together in the top floor room. But soon it will be dark, and things will be difficult. They worry, the children, about their mother. But she's safe, that I know, on higher ground. I try to convince them, but worry's in their nature. We missed our chance to leave. I missed our chance to leave. I thought we'll be okay. It never floods around here. But I was wrong. Like I've been so wrong so many times recently in this year of being wrong. It's getting dark and still the rain, still the wind. I can hear the water lapping around, congregating downstairs, curiously picking up our things and setting them down wherever it will. Will we ever find anything again? The young one looks up and asks... Will we be okay? Of course, I say. Someone will come. A stranger? A kind stranger. Well, that's okay then. Her sister puts her arm around her and we sit and wait, listening through the rage for the sound of the coming stranger.
1: And that was Curious Water by Matthew Snodding. And I really do hope a stranger came along and did them a random act of kindness and rescued them because we're in quite a predicament there. And with that, we've come to the end of the show.
0: And we did it all without cake.
1: We did it all without cake. Imagine that. We could get some for next week.
0: Yeah, with cake next time, but proper cake, real cake, chocolate cake.
1: Mm, Chocolate, more of a sponge, man. Mm. maybe.
0: No, no, it has to be chocolate. Sponge. But before we go, no, chocolate. Sponge. But before we go, chocolate. Okay, you win. <laughs> um, before we go, I would like to say that we're always looking for new stories. So if you're an author and you would like to take part, you can do so via the litopia Flash Club. All you need to do is sign up to the colony and take part in the competition. Or you can also go to com forward slash hunters and use the submission form.
1: And we hope you'll be in touch with us very soon. But for now, it's all the best. Hope you enjoyed it.
0: See you again next week Cake Sponge Chocolate